Hello, this is Lisa Rusick and Misty Lore with the podcast We're All Psychic. And today we have a rad guest, and I'm so excited about it. Her name is Elizabeth. Elizabeth, would you like to say hello? Yeah, I'd love to say hello. So hello. hello. <laughs> and I, yeah. I, I greet people as sacred spheres. So I, I usually start my podcast with, hello, sacred spheres. I love that. It's always yeah. this, you know, like divine radiance. And, and so, yeah. That's awesome. I I, I want to talk about that. But first, I'm going to ask you a question. Do you think we're all psychic? Oh, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. And what made you get there? Where'd you get that answer? Well, you know, um, off and on through life, there's been periods of time where something would happen where I'd pick up on knowing and then have it turn out to be true. But I also could carry a lot of doubt. And yes. You're in life, yeah, a lot of doubt most of my life. And then somewhere around 40-ish, uh, you know, after about 40 trips around the planet or around the sun, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I started to really connect with the sun, actually. And um, a lot of phenomena was starting to happen in my life and felt um, really called towards more of my true path in life, what felt that way. And that included meeting somebody who was very different and I didn't understand exactly why. And it was like, who is this person? This person would pop into my mind a lot, whatever. And then there was, um, after, after knowing this person for, I don't know, a year or something, I suddenly started to realize I could feel their presence in the room around me. And I could even feel like they're touching my skin or communicating to me and just exuding love. And so kind of freaked me out a little, but also was just, it felt so good. And I, I knew that there was some telepathy happening Yeah, and I hadn't experienced this before. It was pretty profound. And I kind of like, after that experience just lasted a few moments and then kind of vanished. And I, you know, had to do something else. I that was like, what is that? <laughs> and it's kind of like, okay, it's easy to go back into my doubt, but that was so profoundly real. And then the next time I saw this person, I was like, I didn't want to say anything because I thought, well, how do I approach this? Like, they, yeah, they I didn't know what you're say. sure of it, but you're doubting. Yeah. So it was kind of like, yeah. yeah. So after a conversation, I was saying goodbye and they came up to me. I was like, I wanted you to know that I was present with you too. I know I was there. That was my personal confirmation. That's And so then I'm like, okay, so I was feeling this and I was thinking, I was thinking you were telling me this and I could feel all this love. And it was like, yes, I care for you. And I just, I go deep into my meditation. And then sometimes I just find myself there with you and, you know, want to interact. So cool. Yeah. Yeah. What a love. So yeah, I think we're psychic. Yeah, that's amazing. And and that just happened to you and yeah. you never you didn't believe in telepathy then or think it was a thing? Yeah, or, well, I had a lot of doubt. I I couldn't quite figure out what to do with it. Yeah, I'd had visions and stuff from the time I was little that oh, wow. um, you know, I couldn't confirm. So then I think, well, yeah. was it imagination? You know, some of them were just really inspiring and profound. And I wanted to reconnect with that 
you know, that experience with those people and, and like, where do I find them? But no concept of other dimensions or space time or anything. So I eventually just shut it down and just doubted and thought, you know, when you get to be like in your teens and, and all your energy is just kind of like settling into, you know, your sexuality and your survival and all of that. Personality. <laughs> I, my interests changed. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just totally personality. And um, so, yeah, I just chalked all that childhood experience up as, as um, fantasy. That's what they call fantasy. So it isn't real. You know, that's yeah. what I did. Yeah. Set I did it aside. Too. And then my... You did too. I, I, yeah. I wonder how many people, you know, and then really all of them. (laughs) Yeah. 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 How about all of us? (laughs) So listeners and watchers, by the way, this is a video podcast on Spotify. Uh, I forgot to mention it at the beginning. So now you can go by and start over (laughs) or you can look at it. We are going to talk about sacred geometry and i am so excited to hear she does a podcast and this is what she talks about on her podcast so i asked her if she would give an introduction to this topic to all you guys and miss so how would you introduce this topic to someone who's never heard of it doesn't even know what it is what i would say is that everything in creation everything that we experience in the physical world and some of the, the subtle energy experience um, has a structure the way our bodies have a structure with the bones and our houses have a, a frame before the, you know, sheet rocks put on and all of that, however you build. And that, that it's, um, in the soul realm where we don't yet have the scientific equipment to measure it, but that sacred geometry is essentially the underlying patterns of everything in nature and it's like the architecture of the cosmos and it explains it because when you distill everything down to the simplest of patterns you end up with sacred geometry and then what kind of fractals out from those basic patterns are overlays patterns that overlay patterns and i teach this so i help people understand it experientially i want to give people experience i think it's great we we get a lot from sharing with each other and studying things. And then when you really immerse into it and you actually do it for yourself, you get more ahas. And I think it sparks different things in our brains and our consciousness. Yes. So yeah, it's a practice. It's a way of seeing the world. It's a way of, of opening up to more in the world, a way of enhancing your psychic abilities in a way, because you can tune on, tune into more of, that um, part of the brain, the third eye, um, you know, the intuitive centers in this, you yeah. know, machine yeah, between the ears. <laughs> but, Pull it out. <laughs> Don't need it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah, I mean, not that, you know, we get the mind chatter and the thinking mind. Let's say that somehow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unless it works yeah. out something somewhere. Sometimes it just Quiet goes. that down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and my understanding is like the intuitive process just uses what's already out there in frequency and vibration and consciousness and just filters, funnels it in in certain ways so that we can perceive, so that we got a different understanding. Um, yeah. You know, I ha- so I, love, I love crystals and rocks, and I used to, I had about four of them, sacred geometry crystal sets. 
And they would come with like a Merkaba, a square, a, a sphere, uh, I swear, a cube. Um, what else? A triangle or a pyramid? Or it wasn't really a pyramid. It was a three-sided. An octahedron and a tetrahedron. Yes. And, and I um, loved it. I still have them all scattered around. So eventually they got separated. <laughs> But like, like, I don't know. I never understood what the what that what those symbolized in the in those kits with all those specific shapes picked for those kits were symbolizing. But I loved um, those. Yeah, that is sacred geometry. That's the core of sacred geometry three dimensionally. Okay. Okay. So when you draw, you're drawing two dimensionally, right? And you you know that's called sacred. And that the term sacred geometry has been you know passed down through time because you know the Greeks. We're doing it and they kind of coined the phrase. Um, and it goes way back beyond that. I hear people talking about it in the time of Atlantis. And, yes, you know, there's conic yeah. the solids that you're talking about in the 3D um, were found in the Indus River Valley at least 3,000 years ago. And it, I'm sure it goes way be- beyond that because we have, you know, sacred temples and structures um, around the world that are older. And they're so, both a certain you know, way. <laughs> with such precision and everything. And there's methods of, you know, utilizing sacred geometry that kind of help you understand how they could have laid that out. But then there's more mystery that we're still, we're still exploring. Oh, there's always mystery. That's the the most exciting part. (laughs) So cool. Yeah. Yeah. That blows my mind already. (laughs) I know. Can you give us an example of like how, when you're teaching it, look, but what do you teach to show? What do you teach? How do you teach people to like find this in their world? Yeah, good question. Well, you know, when we're drawing it, then you're visually seeing a pattern. So, for example, I should have brought it over here. The flower of life or what I do. Have oh, I do have body. one. I I could run and get okay. it. Just give me a minute. I can cut, well, okay. I cut this out. <laughs> okay. I've got some sacred geometry oh, there you right go. Okay. here. <laughs> yes. And, um, I had my drum next to me, so I'll show you that because I've got sacred oh, geometry so cool. on the drum. Yeah, and in the center, I've got this triad. My the, that's the like camera's a fractal with a triangle and a. It looks like a DNA strand up ribbon. Spiral, spiral, yes, yeah, yeah. And so the two, like it's like the moon and the sun, the two circles oh, overlapping, yeah. almond shape called the vesica Pisces. And then you can see the the square in here. Um, wait. Oh, I see it. Yeah. My fingers don't visually with a camera. I'm going the opposite. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That square that's on its corner, like it more like a diamond shape yeah, inside the yeah. the curved vesica Pisces. That curved vesica um, Pisces yeah. here. I see that is considered like the birth portal of all okay. forms. Okay. So, so when I do that and I show people like some of the most basic forms, like a, a square, you know, is a cube. And then you know, look at table salt. It's, it's little cubes or, you know, look at, um, there's, uh, oh shoot, bull's gold. I forget what that's called. There's a lot of crystal. Pyrite. Or yeah. Pyrite cubes. I love those. Those are so cool. Yeah. yeah in in yeah. a cube. And then, you know, of course we see like hexagons around a, um, quartz crystal and you know so I just pull out all kinds of examples from nature to so that people start to see it but you could also see that patterns start emerging on top of patterns yes that's what I saw right like it started all like different things I see whoa so that's what we do it's like we start with a simple underlying pattern and then sometimes bring other patterns out on top like 
drawing the foundational um, squares and circles to then get this golden mean spiral that's on there in blue. What is the what is the orange like the ribbon like thing? It reminds me of a DNA. Oh yeah, so that yeah DNA exactly. <laughs> and uh, the center circle that's like around this square, it's just like subtly. I see it. Yeah, Can you see that circle Very there, that yes. orangey circle. Yes, and that's echoed in. So so there's underlying construction lines that you don't see here, like where this would circle back around. You okay. know, because I didn't want to transfer that. So I just, that's the underlying pattern is the rest of this circle, right? Oh, and they're, yeah. they're just all echoing, repeating each other and creating that, that kind of DNA motif. Um, and this was that. all, what's that? Did you paint that drum? Yeah. That's I really made the good. drum. I painted it. I, I did a ceremony with a, an amazing woman who's also very psychic. Oh. <laughs> and yeah, it was a really deep, beautiful, um, week-long process. I sat in a sweat lodge halfway through the week and asked for a vision of what to put on the drum. And I got those parts. Like, I, I would see it in pieces. Like, oh, I'm going to put the DNA on there. Oh, I'm going to put the, the Vesica Pisces with the tri- Oh, I'm going to put the Golden Mean Spiral. But then how it all came together was kind of just me just getting creative. Being you know, God. Just Wow. <laughs> with the drum like it's how yeah. the artist is they're the god of their creation you know it's like you get to yeah that's what art get is. To use god's tools yeah. to <laughs> make an example of his tools <laughs> or mm-hmm. a god's yeah. tool, or the creator yeah. if there is one i don't know i think there might well be. that's such a good it's question kind of a design. if there's a design it's an intelligent design it seems like is what sacred yeah. is about Exactly. I love quantum physics because it talks about the necessity of an observer in order to make it work. Yes. What they're measuring in science. So, you know, that observer is an essential. And who is that observer, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's every one of us. Please just exactly. So, yeah, it's like how much I've, I've explored in my life. Like, how much do we create? You know, and sacred geometry to me is a part of that because um, my understanding of what what we can do with our focused intention is really powerful. And not that we, you know, control everything from a personality level, from the, you know, the limited self that only knows this physical realm, but that, um, you know, I think that we have intention to align with something greater than ourselves that, um, you know, if we intend for it to be benevolent and we hold that, then that's what we get. You know, if we yeah. want to journey the other way, then that's what we get. <laughs> you know? Hi, Mr. Satan. <laughs> yeah. Hi, Hades. <laughs> you know, you know, focus, that's what you get. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. You know, what's interesting about geometry. I've never been very good at geometry. Um, I was good at math, but not geometry. Um, <laughs> like, there's a lot of different math systems. And the thing about, no, I might be, but when I think about geometry, it's like you don't have to have numbers. You really don't. So you don't have to have one to zero to nine number system or was it one, you know what I'm saying? You could have, I've read about like base eight you know, number systems based around like every eight numbers or something like that listeners like if you haven't heard exactly. of it. so the sacred mm-hmm. geometry you don't really need num- numerals you know you just need the angles and mm-hmm. the stuff like that and that, yep. that just, there's and we that, can, yeah 
no math system. I mean, every math system will fit this geometry. You bring up such a good point. And to me, it is the highest language of the mind. It is the pure form itself. And math is attempting to describe it. Yeah. So even like if you're in, in math class and you learned about sine waves and you had to graph things and chart things and you do this curve that does this sine wave and it has a cyclical pattern and all of that. And in math class, we were learning equations that describe that form itself, but that form itself is the pure thing. Yes. And so when we draw with a compass and a straight edge, this is the traditional way they always did in the mystery yeah, schools. I, I learned that way. Far back. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Just the turning little, that compass and the, the drawing the lines connected. Rainbows. I made rainbows with my little my little half thing. I can't remember. Oh. Little thing. It's like rainbows. The, perfect for rainbows. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, just the imagination. You can run wild with what you can create. With, yeah, and those, those little tools. Those simple, simple tools. Yeah, so yeah. Can, like, the, one of the most easiest processes is to divide a line and to create a 90-degree angle, which is two circles. So back to back to this again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when you draw these, oops, these two circles, here and here, and, here, and then you divide... The um, sorry, I'm not pointing. Oh, it's right in half. I see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So if I do this, I can. So two circles here, and there's the Vesca Pisces, and these intersection points. If you just draw a line there, you've and and you have a radius line right here in gold. Okay. You've just divided it exactly in half. That's how I found the center point there. Mm -hmm. To start the spiral. You did it all mathematically with your. Mathematically, without any measurements, without like measuring inches or centimeters, no rulers, no no math division, those numbers they're describing this. So, like what we're doing now, I feel like you know we're using words to describe all these things. And if we were to get quiet and get psychic with each other, then we would be you know, flashing images and sounds and cut vibrations with each other in, in different proportions, right? Yes, and then right. we pick up on it. <laughs> we could. I don't you know. Would? How long does that take? Yeah. We could do it. Missy, are you wanting to do that? Oh, yeah. Try tell telepathically. Oh, yeah. Talk She's, like, yeah. She's always down. I'm, yeah. okay, so I'm, I'm just enjoying this conversation. I am I, too. Instruct us. We will try yes, it. I love it. Okay. Here's what we can do. And this is fun for, for anyone to do. Um, Let me see how I want to do this. I have an object. I have an object over there on my table. And you can take a moment and just, I'm going to hold the object in my mind's eye right now. I'm going to do the best I can to envision it and nothing else, just that object. And you can tune in, put your intention on seeing that object. Notice anything that comes to you, if it's a shape or multiple seeing, shapes. Yeah, I'm seeing a triangle. It looks like a metronome. I don't I'm know. I'm seeing round. You're seeing round? Yeah. See, and if you see colors or you... Copper. see white. Sounds. And brown. I see white and brown. I see copper. Cool. 
I can't get that metronome out of my head. That's why I kind of know if it's that or not. And I, I love that. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's cool. Music and everything. I'll give you another minute. Now I'm seeing hearts. I love that you say, see that. And now I see the Aries sign. I don't know why. The hmm. simple Aries in astrology. She's an Aries. <laughs> well, you've seen her. <laughs> All right. Now I see a little owl with a hat and a pipe. I don't think that's it. <laughs> Just a little owl with a hat and a pipe. <laughs> Maybe it's a Christmas. <laughs> what do you see, Missy? What do you see? A penny? Penny copper? Like a penny color? I love that. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna um very quickly show you. Here. I'll just I'm right here with you. Dude, she's it. making us like eye wrappers. She put her video off. I know. Listeners, if you're just listening, she put her video off, so she's gonna surprise us with it. So yes. anticipation's killing me. <laughs> I know. Misty and go. Wait, wait. <laughs> oh, you got it, Misty. Look at that, Misty. You got that. Yeah. Hell, that's it's the power so cool. of life, right? It's kinda, huh. It is the power of life. Misty. And it's it's kind of goldish, but in the, you know, with the different coloring, the copper. And you were talking about the brown and the white, which to me makes gold. Yeah. When you mix the two, yeah, it does yeah. make gold. Yeah. So cool. And, and I saw triangles mainly, and there are triangles in it. <laughs> yeah. They're, yeah, they're definitely like in the intersection points or, you know, if you follow, um, you know, some of the line work, uh, you know, if you see I'll these as lines. Yeah. That's you can, crazy. Missy, you, you had that. Did you not have so that? Crazy. It was like a penny, copper. Yeah, that was really I know. Cool. That's so cool. Yeah. yeah. I like totally read yeah. your mind. That's crazy. You did, Missy. Yeah. read your mind. Yeah. That is really freaking amazing. Thank you. Yes, that is so cool. <laughs> She's kind of like, ooh. It's a, it's <laughs> it's a fun fun she reads months, but she doesn't, she gets surprised every time. Yeah. <laughs> I think it works best if you're not totally expecting it or yeah. or you're not trying to figure out ahead of time what you're gonna expect and then just let it be. Yeah. That really cool. That comes to you. Oh, you've you've got a friend behind you. Oh Frank. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> look how he loves her. He just adores her. Uh, is there any way that animals equate into uh sacred geometry in some way? I think they tune in on this level a lot easier and they see different frequencies. Sacred geometry is also like uh, an ex- like frozen music. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah, I like to say frozen like music because, yeah, like there's this whole study called cymatics. And cymatics is, um, yeah, it's been around for a little while, uh, but different it started with this guy named Ernst Cladney and then Hans Yeni picked up his work, but you just take like a, a circular plate or a square plate and on a, just on a stand and sprinkle randomly sprinkle sand on it and then strike the edge of it with a, a violin bow. So it would vibrate and that vibration would organize. They would jump around all the sand would jump around and organize into these beautiful um, geometric patterns that were like radially symmetrical. So in other words, from the radius point going out, radial symmetry essentially means like a mandala. 
you know, yeah. a mandala has a center point and then it's just the same all the way around pretty much. Yeah. There's always variation like in life. Yes. Like and, in this, and, and the greens actually kind of formed a pattern just ran, from random bump. That's yep. great. That's really great. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Why does that happen? Yeah. Why does that happen? Is, is it physics or yes. is it? And physics is part of her geometry. So her geometry. It's physics and then it's frequency. So that like, like sacred geometry being like frozen frequency. I say music because I love music and it's like, you can see it and it, you know, certain tones, frequency. So if you have like a tone generator and you're just raising up the the vibration in a kind of like a, yeah, not Hit specific notes like I would on my piano back there. Like my guitar, just I just slide it or something. Yeah. yeah, if you slide it, you get you get areas between the um, specific notes that will randomize the sand again, and then you hit that just that next note, whatever frequency creates oh. coherence again. It just like goes from random back into coherence, and it kind of reminds me of what the, you know the concepts of like um well there's octaves but right. in um chemistry like atoms and and yeah. there's, they, there's like different octaves of um you know layers around the nucleus of the atoms oh, and smaller and smaller, electron, and smaller. Electron yeah. Jump. Yeah. and they just yeah. get smaller and smaller and smaller we have we think we like every 10 years we think we've gotten as small as we can go and then Nope. <laughs> no. I, I sit there and I think, are we just creating smaller particles so we can find them? Or consciousness? <laughs> we're just maybe so focused on it that we're just manifesting them. And then we get to discover thing that is discovered. <laughs> yeah. It might be. I kind of like to think that the infinitely small exists. I don't know how it could, but I think it can. Kind of, a, there's that, I don't know what, I can't remember what it's called in math or you take a number and you cut it in half and then you cut it in half again, you cut it in half again, cut it and you never get to the smallest. That's kind of what I like to think of when I think of going small, <laughs> you know, you mm-hmm. just cutting that length in half and yes. you never quite top it all off, you know, because so, mm-hmm. you'll never get there. Yeah. Keep getting smaller, <laughs> smaller, you'll never get there. Just like getting bigger and bigger. I used uh, yeah. I used to contemplate these things when I was like three years old and wow. yeah. Did you study? Yeah, I don't know. How it did you study mathematics in school or anything? Was that an yeah, I did. I, I I was, you know, I had a knack for it. I really struggled with algebra because yeah. again, and I don't, I, I'm not one who learns language very fast. Yeah. I have to really effort at it to learn language, but visual, visual spatial things. I'm just, yeah, I'm off the charts in terms of, you know, of the other compared to, you know, learning other like languages, the numbers, you know, languages. And yeah. Like the, yeah. um, no, Misty, I know she, I, I could ask you 5,000 questions. I could just talk. Yeah, to really. I know Misty wants to ask something or two or three. Well, things. <laughs> I'm wondering about more, you know, we talk about the shapes of things and, and how to draw. Okay. So where are you coming up with the colors? Oh, that's such a beautiful question <laughs> because colors have vibration too. They have yes. a frequency. I love that. So when I, like when I'm doing this as my own process or when I'm teaching it and we draw the shapes, like, let's say, you know, we just drew this, then I'll ask people to pick up their, you know, color pencils or, or paints or markers or something to start coloring with. And, but before that, 
ask them to just meditate on it. Just get really still and just stare at it. And it's, it's kind of like something that I know from the Toltec tradition called the dreamer's stare. Um, it's like a theta brainwave state. When you practice it, you just kind of like drop right into it where you, you, you don't have much mind chatter then. And you can just stare. And then it really helps you to shift more right brain, more intuitive and listen and just get inspired and get creative from what comes to you. And so I noticed that people are all so different. They may, they may not know why they're picking up a color or they may just know right away. Blue. I always like blue and they're always going to yeah. do blue, you know, whatever. <laughs> so but it's that opportunity to just see if something comes through. Like when you were, we were just doing that, that little exercise, that psychic exercise. And Misty was saying, I see, keep seeing copper, like a copper penny. And I like that you described it like a copper penny because you knew that, you know, you weren't trying to, define exactly what it was you were just giving words to what what was coming through to you right and, right yeah, yeah. okay okay I, th- I can feel that yeah I feel that cool I like yeah. that yeah 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 with colors I feel like you know it's that's that's where the intuition comes in the feeling um, yeah you did the feeling yes so many people they they just feel, they sense, they just get a kind of a knowing and they don't have a, a color doesn't appear to them or, but, but they might just know, oh, it's yellow. They didn't yeah, hear I don't, I am. I don't usually like, I'm yeah. not visual like you mm-hmm. and Missy's visual too. I'm not, mm-hmm. I very, I don't know. Like if I didn't look in this reflecting of my video, I wouldn't know what I was wearing. I forget. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember faces. I can't remember faces. Like I can't remember Missy's right. face. I'm not looking at her. So it's just, I have like weird visual things. So I think that's for me anyway, why I sense so much because my eyes don't work right. <laughs> and then it, I just don't notice. It helps me in on something else you're really gifted at. And right. You're I right. Like music. Yeah. I like my ears better. I like using my ears. I love looking at stuff, but I mean, I just don't, I don't seem to notice things that other people notice. Let's put it that way ever. Um, uh-huh. But Well, sometimes I think that somebody who has what they call perfect pitch is tuning into those frequencies that would create a coherent pattern in the cymatics, you know? Yeah, I do have perfect pitch. Theory. I can't say that that's for sure, but... I like that theory. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Because yeah. I do get, I do get um, like when guides, or when I do mediumship, but I mainly work with guides, or when a spirit will come through, they do have a voice fluctuating, like the way I can hear their voice in my head, but I can't really see their faces. I can make out like a mustache or a hairstyle or a clothing, but I can't make out a face, but I can hear their voice, which is really weird. Wow. Yeah. But I'm not really, hearing yeah. it with my ears. So. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. And yeah, I, I don't can, do it too much for you. You can probably do this too. If you're musical, you can probably tell who has perfect pitch when they talk or who is into music by the way they talk. Because they yes. the notes when they talk, <laughs> you know, in the pitch. Exactly. Yeah. I feel like it can. It seems like it's a little bit secondary for me you know, of what I've noticed about myself, but it was like, since I was a little girl, I just gravitated to the piano. I had like four years old. Actually, I was hearing music, but not like through the ears. It was coming through. Yeah. Like an orchestra, I would just lie there and and in bed and just listen to it. (sighs) And do you have that too? Like you can just hear like, it just plays like you're playing a whole symphony or something sometimes. It doesn't happen a lot, but... It, when I was younger, it did. I would hear it. Yeah. 
And it was like it I was, was playing, I- but it's all in my head. Yeah. It's neat. Yeah. And, and, and I've talked to other people, they'll hear it and they'll just, they know it's from another realm. You know, they're just getting the frequencies from who knows yeah. where, but yeah. You know. yeah. So with, uh, I've got cat hair in my mouth because my cat just, mm, listener, I'm, listeners don't know this, watchers, my, my cat just put his tail in my mouth. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> oh, he, we walked by and just, you know, and I had my mouth open. So, um, so with the frequencies, um, mm-hmm. How do, how does geometry, I mean, I understand like, like for me anyway, my understanding of frequencies would be like, we hear our ears do this with these frequencies, our eyes do this with these and our touch does this, you know, but where, where does the, where does the geometry come into the, um, to those, like. Such a good question. So in this, you know, in the, in the physical reality, I see it, it's a visual art you know, as opposed to music being the auditory. So we're picking up on it in the visual range, but then in, um, you know, in the, in a more spiritual realm, a more psychic realm, um, my experience has been that it shows me um, like the under, exactly that the underlying patterns of nature. Like if I'm in a, a, um, a meditation and then suddenly I just start seeing geometry in my mind's eye, different shapes and they might be moving I've or they might be fractaling. Yeah. yeah. And, and so it's just coming to me. It could, it could have a auditory component that I'm not hearing, oh. you know, um, sometimes it comes with color, but I, you know, I feel like it's all messages. It's all, Frequency, and then it's like, okay, to, to interpret it is a challenge sometimes. I want to make a story about it. I want to know what it is, whatever. But sometimes it's more like I'm going to sit with it and see what is it telling me. And sometimes it's pretty obvious, like if it's a hexagon pattern, for example, that I was seeing in my meditation, and then then I go outside and I have bees buzzing around me. <laughs> yeah. Like, ah, they're, they're talking to me again, and they've they have talked, let's talk about psychic. We were talking about the animal realm before mm-hmm. I really connect with bees and, um, you know, some other animals too, but they're like, people say that they're like a really high vibration, um, consciousness. Um, I've heard different things. I've heard that. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, they're, they can kill a person. I'm allergic to them. So like if I were to get some, they, they yeah, it's vicious. I mean, he's like the size of like half my thumb, you know, yeah. they can, hurt, right. they can, and they can themselves and some like the bees die mm-hmm. when they hurt you, you know, and wasps will live. Exactly. It's weird. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I think what, I think what I'm getting from what you're saying about like putting sound frequencies or light frequencies, putting all these different frequencies together, like the geometry of it would be a slice of time of that kind of is kind of what I'm taking from it. Is that kind of what you're Well, I'll give you, I'll give you a little deeper understanding. So if in, in the 2d, I would say, yeah, that's a slice of it or even a three dimensional object. Okay. Once it starts to move or rotate or spin, yeah. now you're talking about four dimensions. Cause now you've got time involved. You've got rotations per minute or whatever it is. Right. And you're and and it might be movement through space. So then there's time from one, you know, place to another, right? So then, then then we start talking about that. 
Um, what I discovered, I, I called, I started to call my work sacred geometry portal because, um, I was focused on some sacred geometry that just started to, in my mind's eye, just started to unfold multidimensionally in ways that you cannot do. I could not create a model of it because it's impossible. Like a tesseract. To do that. <laughs> yeah, like a tesseract. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, if if the if your listeners don't know, you can Google Tesseract, and That's it's really one. cool to watch. It's hard to it's hard to play. Like, it reminds me of an Escher drawing. Yeah, well, I, I read a read a book by Alex Garland in like nineteen ninety eight. I don't know, but he he's like now he he does the zombie movies twenty eight hours, and, but he was a writer. He wrote The Beach, if you remember that movie. Uh-huh. He wrote a book called The Tesseract, um, and. Uh, that's how he tried to explain what a tesseract is through a story. And un- un- uh, they all come yeah. like it's like three different, four different people's stories or something like that, and then they all come together at the end at once. And that's like mm-hmm. what his idea was to explain his writing idea of what a tesseract. Yeah. That's what I took from it anyway. You know, I thought that was really yeah. interesting. So, but yeah, I don't it know is. how to explain that. It's all I know is it's a four dimensional object unfolded or something. Or is that right? I'm not sure. I think yeah, that- yeah, it is <laughs> like that. Well, it's like it's full. It's like it's 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 motion doesn't translate to 3D. I mean, really, to, to me, that's when it's a tesseract is in what I think of as uh, the fifth dimension or 5D. Um, although I know in the spiritual world, people talk about it as more like a um, a unified field and a, really? a blissful, a place of bliss. And yeah, interesting. And, Huh. Yeah, <laughs> I want to go to the fifth dimension. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 We'll send you a postcard if they have them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Telepathic postcard. Yeah, It'll be triangle. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I guess uh, is it, where can listeners find you? They where can they find your podcast and learn more about you? The website or yeah, thank you. I do. It's sacredgeometryportal.com. And on all the major platforms, Sacred Geometry Portal is my podcast. And I also have a Patreon. Patreon uh, is also Sacred Geometry Portal. And I offer workshops through there. So um, you can subscribe and, and start out like for the, for the basic tier, you can um, have a monthly drawing where you get a video, instructional video with a PDF, it's just a simple um thing that you can just do in your own time and start going and then if you want more um the next level up is like a group um that's group cool. uh support well what do we call it <laughs> sorry sacred <laughs> <laughs> <No. laughs> geometry support group words. <laughs> you know save us from the us. <laughs> that's it's like discussion sharing <laughs> community sharing connecting so well, I'm going to check a group that, out that myself. can share their experiences or like we're doing right here. Yeah, it's really great. So I fun. love this. Yes. And, uh, I'll put listeners and watchers, I'll put all this information in the description of the podcast so you can find her. I'm going to. And um, I'm going to check that out for sure. And um, I'd also like to thank you for being a guest. It's been really great. And uh, Misty, thank you. Thank you. And I want to thank our sponsor, Everclear. Everclear is an advice app where you can get advice from psychics and empaths so you can get the clarity you need to create the life you deserve. And uh, lastly, I guess, do you have any like last words of advice for people maybe just touching base with this and learning about it for the first time? 
Yeah. Keep, keep your mind open, your intentions clear. I find that the best results come from a light heart. So even though sacred geometry can seem kind of mental, if you just kind of like follow your heart with it and bring it back to here, um, this magic unfolds literally. I've, I've had. I can really see cool it in your eyes. It's like yeah, I can't see it coming out. Yes. You're remembering it, and it's yes. like crying. she gets excited. I can see yes. it too. Yeah, love yeah. that. <laughs> and listen, yeah, I just I gotta check her out. <laughs> oh, do you have more advice? We love it. All the advice you want to give. <laughs> I don't know, actually. Uh, I guess I could go on and on, but oh, please, I do. really <laughs> love. <laughs> yeah, that's the main advice. I think that's what it keeps coming. Well, that's the other thing it keeps coming back to is is come back to center. And sacred geometry, you're always needing to remember where you started, where your center is. That's because you can true. get lost in drawing. Yeah. And so that's, that's the other advice is, is yeah. this center. Stay here. Very good, like, guys. Like for everything. <laughs> Stay <laughs> centered. <laughs> Misty, what was that? That's good advice yeah. for everything in life. Stay everything centered. in life. Yeah. <laughs> that is. Thank you so much. And listeners. And watchers, we love you. And thank you so much, as always, for watching. And Yes, listening. thank you, um, listeners. Again, thank you, Elizabeth. And uh, I hate this part, saying goodbye is hard. I just told her this. I know. Thank you so much, Lisa and Misty. Thank you. Bye. Thank you, listeners. Bye, Misty. I mean, bye. Bye, listeners. <laughs> Till later. <laughs> <laughs> Till later. <laughs>